If you're able to sit down, feel free to do so. Because I'm going to share just a short thought. And it will be short, so don't worry if you haven't got a chair. Don't worry at all. But I just wanted to share something very, I believe, important. Because I believe God is doing something amongst us. God is doing something in people's personal hearts. Um, as I said in the week, you know, we had a prayer night. And the presence and the peace of God in that prayer night was just amazing. Here we're having a worship morning. The Christian life is marked by certain things. Prayer, the word of God, and worship. Worship is one of those areas that we as Christians should long, should desire. Why? Because God, the Bible says, God is seeking those who would worship him in spirit and in truth. If God is seeking worshippers, guess who he's finding today in this room? He's finding those who will worship him. Not just sing songs. We're not singing a karaoke. We're not just joining in with a bunch of worship songs this morning. I don't want that to be your experience. I want you to encounter God. I want to encounter him. You know, I, 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 I sent a message to the worship team this morning. I was worshiping at home before worshiping here because I want to be in his presence. And worship is one of those entrances into his presence. He said, enter into my presence through praise and into my courts. And I believe it's just an avenue. It's a spiritual funnel that brings us into his presence. We can come here this morning and worship and sing songs. Or we can posture ourselves leaning in and drawing near. That can be the cry of our heart. Lord, that I would know you this morning in a new or a greater way. Psalm 29 verse 2 says this. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. That is worship, isn't it? Give to the Lord the glory that is due his name. This morning as we worship, you are giving back to God the glory that is due his name. And it says, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. I don't know about you, but what I'm expecting in this room is the beauty of his holiness to fall. As we worship, that's what happens amongst us. That the beauty of his holiness, when his holiness begins to invade our heart in a powerful way, when we allow space and time through song and through just emptying ourselves of the busyness and the craziness of everyday life, and we stand in his presence. This morning, for you as an individual, you may need to push through the crowd. The crowd not being the people, but the crowd in your own life. The crowd what's in your own soul. The busyness of what you're dealing with in your own life. You may need to push through that crowd and say, no, I'm going to touch the hem of his garment. I'm not going to focus on the things of yesterday or today or tomorrow. What may be coming up and what may have gone past. I'm not going to focus on those things. I'm going to push through the crowd so that I touch the hem of his garment and get what I'm needing for. I want us to ask the Holy Spirit personally. God, help me to worship the Father 
like you want me to. Open the eyes of my understanding that I may truly know him, the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, that I would truly know him. Not know about him, not know him through one another, but actually I'm encountering his presence today. Don't be a spectator. You can watch everybody else, you can look around the room, you can think, oh, look at this and look at that and look at them and don't. Or they're new or they're different or look at the way they worship. We can be a spectator and watch one another. But the truth is, heaven is watching you. There's a great cloud of witnesses that have gone before us. Heaven is watching us this morning. God is in this room. He's looking for your heart response to him. He alone is worthy. I've got one last scripture I want to share. It's in Second Chronicles 7. When Solomon had finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering. Someone has already spoken to me that the fire exit is blocked. What happens if fire comes down? Do you know what? What happens? The fire... Ndaba, you're in the way, pal. <laughs> you have footsteps all over you. But the fire of the Lord came down. Do you know what? On the day of Pentecost, the fire came down. The fire is now on the inside of us. How much we stoke that fire is down to you and I. But the Holy Spirit in you is on fire. How much that is expressed through us is down to us. When Solomon had finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. I don't expect the glory of the Lord to fill this room because we are now the temple of the Holy Spirit. What I am expecting is that the glory of the Lord comes and fills every heart and every life in this room today that you encounter the glory of God filling this temple. That's what I'm believing for, for every one of us, to be filled again. And the priests could not enter the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the house. And when all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord on the temple, they bowed their faces to the ground on the pavement and they worshipped and they praised the Lord. We all express our worship in different ways. But don't limit how you do because nobody else is doing it. If you want to stand, if you want to sit, if you want to wander, I'm a wanderer. I like to wander around the room. I, I, if you want to be on your knees, if you want to lay prostrate before the Lord as they did here, nothing is limited as we express our worship. Worthship. Is he worth? Is he worth our worship? Is he worth because worship is drawing close to kiss? Are we drawing close as if to kiss the one who saved us? And they cried out, saying, For he is good and his mercy endures 
forever. How many of us have ever experienced the goodness of God? You know, if you... If you're saved, if you know Jesus, we've experienced the goodness of God and his mercy. That which we don't deserve or that what we did deserve, he stands in the way and doesn't give us. Those things that we should have fallen short, he stands in the mercy seat on our behalf. God inhabits the praises of his people. This morning, as we worship, Let's open our heart. Let us surrender. Let us bow before the King, our Maker. If you've never worshipped with all of your being, why not make today that day that you push through the crowd and say, I'm not going to stay hindered. If you're not free in worship and you want to do something in worship you've never done, let's push through that crowd. Push through the fear. Push, push through into the things that God wants you to do this morning. What are we going to do after we've worshipped? Worship more. I have no agenda except to worship him. Because he alone is worthy. So let's just jump up, bow down, chill out, and let him enjoy our worship this morning. Father, we thank you. Lord, we commit this time. And Lord, that which you've wanted to do in us, Lord, we receive in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for the atmosphere of praise and worship. Lord, where heaven comes down to earth, where you move amongst us in might and power. Father, I thank you for the healings, physical, mental, emotional that have taken place in this room today. I thank you, Lord, for your touch upon earth, your touch upon our lives. Lord, that which we can't do, we trust to you. Father, we do declare your kingdom come and your will be done in this congregation, in our families, in our personal lives. Father, we want your kingdom to be outworked in this congregation and in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen.